it's just different. Hopeless at one point, and they have an opportunity to make you go harder, make you get in that booth and just really express that hopelessness. Like, man, y'all don't understand. This is like, you know what I mean? You dig from a different place. That, that bottom of your soul, that pit, homie, where, your, where, where you felt like the shit was... Shit, if in your mind it ain't gon' happen, shit, it probably won't I took some risks, some people probably won't That's how I grateful for the fruits of all my labor Hard to live and know you sick, I'd rather be with my creator Think the time's up Alright, welcome back to another episode of Foreign Sight Podcast It's your host, Mike Obi. Your boy, London Ogletree, back for some more gems What's up, my guy? Not thing, my brother, how are you doing? I'm having a great time, so I've been off well, technically, I worked from home on Friday, but um, that's a really relaxing day for me. But and you got Memorial Day, is that Memorial Day or July Fourth? July Fourth. Yeah, see, you know, I'm, I don't know my days, <laughs> but July Fourth. So I got like a four day weekend, and I'm going out of town next week. So I can't complain. Yeah, yeah, long weekend, and you know, get to relax, take your foot off the gas pedal. You know, both you and I. So just now, another t- time and opportunity to bring some gems to the people. Exactly. So before we get into that, obviously, we appreciate all of you guys who continue to rock with us, continue to support us. And we ask you to continue to do so by leaving us a five star rating on all your listening platforms, Spotify, Anchor and Apple Podcasts, as well as subscribing to the YouTube channel and turn on your post notifications so you can catch all the gems when they drop. All right. So this week's episode, you know, we're going to go in a different direction. We've been trying to really diversify the content, not just talk about one particular thing for you guys and so this time it's time to get into some real talk and some reflection so uh, a lot of people are bought into this hustle culture nowadays and self-improvement but my question really is are they doing it with the right intentions in mind so just off that premise alone what are you thinking um that's a good question like intentions what was your okay one more time you so a lot of people are bought into hustle culture, self-improvement, you know, becoming the best versions of themselves. Right. You know, you, if you talk to most people, you know, it's, they're, they're living by some type of model of love yourself, be your best self, live your right. best life, you know, attain peace, attain something where, you know, you're, you're, you're striving towards a positive outcome. But right. my question is, do they have the proper intentions in mind? Do they really mean what they say or do, are they just doing it because they sound it sounds good to them? Or maybe they're trying to escape from something that they really are not at peace with is my question. I think it's a little bit of both. Um, It could be they're trying to escape something maybe from the past and move on from it, but it's hard for them to escape that. Mm -hmm. But like, I see what they're trying to go into that narrative and try to escape anything that they have had in the past and move on and try to have that positive mindset. But at the same time, as we spoke on other episodes, you're not truly going to get over something unless you've properly healed. So I think they also could be doing it for just attention as well. So I just think you have to really sit down. It's such a hard thing of mental, like mental, your mental is so strong and like it's, it can really break you down in so many ways if you do not take care of your mental health. So it could be a lot of those things of kind of like, all the self-improvement and like all that culture and stuff. But I think a lot of this social media air is so heavy on people. Whereas like they feel they have to be, like I talked to a numerous amount of women who are like their social media or like their culture and like 
um, why is this not happening? Why is this not happening? I'm like, trust the process, trust this, and it will come. But it's so hard because you see so many other people moving 50 miles per hour mm. and they think that they have something they don't. And they thinking that their self-improvement isn't as much as the other person because they're they're comparing. And I think that comparing is going to mess you up mentally. You got to be comfortable in your head. And so by you not having that mindset and that mental health of every day of telling yourself, take it a day at a time, take it a day at a time, you will drive yourself insane. But I do think to answer your question, I do think they're trying to improve. It's just hard because I don't think they take the proper steps. I hundred percent agree, and like you kind of spoke from 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 the ladies' perspective, and you know, I agree with what you said, and I think from the guys' perspective, it's kind of one of the same. Like you know, us, you know, me and you were both in our twenties, right? And they always said that the twenties is a time for you to keep your head down and grind. And you know, for many people, they say like, "Oh, your twenties don't necessarily suck." but you don't see the fruits of your labor pay off really too much. You're kind of putting in the work and you're kind of just grinding and grinding and grinding. And you're trying to get to a, a point where, you know, when you hit your thirties or whenever you hit a certain point, you can kind of relax and you can kind of see things pay off. But I think that's the problem is when you're in the present moment, you don't see a lot of the things that you're working towards, that you're striving towards, you know, coming to fruition. And so you look around you and it's like, especially for me, I can speak on myself. I have a lot of people who are older than me. I have a lot of older friends. So it's very easy to look at what they have. And it's like, man, why don't I have that yet? You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, and kind of look down on yourself. But then it's like, well, they, they started here, you know, and they had this. They also had to go through it. And that's kind of the thing of like me kind of asking them, you know, especially like my dad, my older brother, my older mentors. It's like, what were y'all thinking about at this age? Or what were y'all, what did life look like? And then they kind of would tell me, it's like, well, you know, we were kind of in school, kind of grinding, doing what you're doing. So that's kind of the thing that helps keep perspective. It's like everybody who is about something, who has something, had their little time where they had to go through the trials. And it's not fun in that moment. But again, if you keep on staying the course, keep on believing in yourself, like you just said, and like I've always tried to kind of talk to you know younger dudes too about is like you just got to keep on staying the course and eventually to pay off as long as you keep on improving every single day you know what i'm saying and i think with men um our side of it is very for self-improvement mm-hmm. we have a i think women care about what other people i mean i think everybody does that because i want to say men kind of i think men care about what other guys say in a whole like we live in a society and we live in a generation where if you if you work at nine to five or you are respectful to your woman, if you hold her hand or you say babe or it's not too much anymore with the babe and stuff like that. But like if you sit there and say, yes, yeah, my girl, they're going to be like, don't do that. She's too friendly or she this and this. A lot of guys would change their mindset because of what another dude said around them or this and this because they don't feel comfortable and they skin about whatever and I've been there and I'm sure a lot of people have been there where you like kind of listen but then they got to do what what makes you happy but I think that's what guys got to improve on with the whole self-improvement is just like we don't have to always have our egos just that high like I've taken a big step back and it's still hard but I think a lot of people is just like we got to fix that as men and then women got to fix the other side of don't worry about what all these other girls or everybody else is doing. Y'all gonna get y'all stuff. And then same with guys. We're gonna get our we're gonna get to the top by taking it day at a time, like you said. 
Yeah, I mean, I think what you said is 100% true. It's like for guys, you have to be very mindful and cognizant of whose opinions you take into account. First off, understand who you are as a person, who you are as a man, what kind of life do you want to live? And then it's important, I would say, find people who live that same life. Like if you're a person who wants to just have a normal life where you have a family, you know, you work your job, you come home and you're able to kind of spend time with that, but you're taking, you know, advice from a person who lives a lifestyle like a, a damn Blazarian, let's say, for example. I mean, you guys' values, you guys' lifestyles, you guys' trajectories, the way you guys are going to walk and kind of get to your goals are going to be different. They're not going to be aligned. Like that's just the reality of it. So if you're looking at what you want, but you're taking it from a person who doesn't, you know, see life the same way, you know, you're probably going to be quite confused. And then, you know, um, I think also money talks to men, you know, and I get it. We're very, you know, kind of objective and analytical from that aspect. So it's like, if we don't have X amount of dollars, if we don't make this out, like this is big now, everybody has to make six figures, which I mean, you should always be striving to be the best at what you, what you are, but some, some people's purpose, some people's lives, some people's jobs, some people's careers aren't going to make that level of money that doesn't mean that you have no value as a person i think that's where uh culture kind of gets you know gets it wrong it's like just because you don't make x dollars doesn't mean that you know you you don't have value as a human being or that you're not a good person not a good man or you can't provide you know what i'm saying but you know i get it people get told what they have to do in order to be successful and if everybody's markers for success is kind of uniform across the board, then you have to try to strive to be the best and to, to reach those uh, markers, I guess. Um, for women, I mean, obviously, you know, there's a lot of what social media kind of tells women they have to be and what they have to strive for. Um, I mean, again, this would be more so um, necessary for what women, you know, when we have women on the show and we kind of ask them. But for them, I just like you said, you know, don't get so caught up in what you know, your girlfriends think, but rather, what do you want? And don't be so influenced by what your surroundings tell you. you know? Preach. That just, don't be worrying about what your girlfriends tell you. And have your own mind. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. So now we get into, you know, people's journeys. I, mean, I, I think most of what people how people get caught up into the journey of self, you know, development is largely going to be based out of a response to some type of traumatic event, whether it's, you know, stressful upbringing, stressful family, maybe it's um, going through a breakup, going through heartbreak, you know, going through rejection. And I think for guys, especially rejection is one of those things that really kind of fuel people to, to be better because it, I mean, in a way it should, I mean, I agree with that is that when you're rejection, like it's, I think the way that you take it or the way that you process it, right. There are some people who say, okay, you know what, this, this job, let's say didn't want me, you know, maybe they, I didn't have the qualifications, you know, what, let me go try to get some work experience. There's a way of like, okay, I don't have this. Let me go get it. And then there's a way of like, oh they didn't want me i'm inadequate as a human being you know i'm not good enough it's i think a person's mental predisposition is important on how they handle events what do you think no yeah i think it's it's about like you said the traumatic events that's happened and it always starts off with like you said like it's a stress breakers rejection but I also go back to what you see in your household so that's how it starts mm. it starts off from what you see your family and so if you grew up in a good like we said in good household and stuff you're probably gonna you're probably gonna be able to be good at like relationships you're probably gonna be good at um like like not really handling stress but like you you're being more to me i think if you grew up in a good household with your family seeing your dad mom kids love you this and this 
you're going to be bound to see a better relationship. But the downside, you're not going to be able to uh, handle trials and tribulations as well as I as I believe. Like stress might hinder you more. Um, somebody who yells at you might affect you more because you've never seen it. On the flip side of it, if you've seen something in the household, kind of I've seen it, it made me tough. It made me be able to handle stress. It made me be able to handle um, things like that. Like, like when you're a coach yell at you or something like that doesn't really affect me. So like, so I think the only thing that I had to experience that I didn't was that breakup. But after that, that goes into the breakup side of it. So once you experience trauma in your childhood or younger age, or you get bullied or whatever, or, or you go through a crazy breakup, none of those are ideal of what you want. So I think all those just, it has to, they begin their journeys through one of those. And I think that's what makes a person them. And if you can get out of those ruts, then I think your journey becomes very successful. You know, one of the things I've always wondered is what what is the difference or what do you think at a person's core, like a person who maybe comes from an impoverished background and is able to overcome that and become successful. You know, you look at most of the millionaires, we talked about this previously, they have a tough upbringing and then they're able to become successful later on down the line versus a person who maybe comes from a wealthy family and then they, you know, shit hits the fan for them later on in life where they get caught up in addiction, drugs, whatever the case may be. Like it doesn't, they, they don't get the success that it was expected upon. What do you think happens there? at that crossroads that you know kind of in, enables one person to overcome adversity versus a person who's not able to what do you think it is at that because goal? that person who was in poverty had to had to overcome so many obstacles mm-hmm. at a young age whether you don't know you don't know your father your mom's you could be on drugs you got to go to school with uh with um, uniforms going through metal detectors, you might get in beef with somebody, you might get in an argument with somebody, you don't know if if you gotta wash your back going to school. Mm-hmm. School's supposed to be a safe place, but it's like at this like time in, in these areas and like the hoods and stuff, it's not a safe area. So mm-hmm. it's like, should I even go to school? Cause I could get killed this and my person that I have problems with knows I'm coming to school every day. Should I even go to school? They don't have the proper resources. Um, what is my next meal going to be? My mom only gets paid on the first. And she says, if she, she's going to fill up the refrigerator, seven of us. And if that doesn't work, then if we just, the net, we get, we can't eat to the next first. So we got a whole mm-hmm. 30 days where we can eat. So if we eat all this food before the 15th, we got 15 more days. That, so they have to improvise and they have to learn at a young age versus if you come from a wealthy family, which is great you might not have to go through those trials and tribulations. And by you not having that one little bad thing that happens to you mm-hmm. might just throw you off the rails. And by that happening, you might go on drugs and then you might just blow money. You might go gamble. You might go drink because you have access to more things. Yeah. So it's like, if you have access to more things, let me go buy this hardcore drug and then, Oh, I like this feeling. Okay. Let me go gamble. Let me go drink. And let me just keep doing that. And by that time, you be like, oh, I just let myself go. I had so much going on for me. But that person who, and don't get me wrong, there's people who are in poverty who give up just like that as well. But mm-hmm. the people who do come out of it, they're so strong is because they've seen a lot. So I think that's the two differences. 
Yeah, I, like, you know, the saying is more money, more problems. I think money comes with heightened problems where it's like everything is compounded. It's not like nothing can be just a minor crisis. It's like the things that do hit the fan, they hit them to the point where everything's busted. You know, um, because like for me, being a person who was always kind of like in the middle, so to speak, and kind of I was around people who were poor and who had money. A lot of people who had money would come to me and be like, why don't they just work harder? Why don't they just do this? Why are they so distracted? I'm like, I mean, you got to think about it. The priorities are different, right? This person, like you said, may not be able to eat. So, okay, is he going to be more concerned about, oh, turning in some assignment or being able to work so that way he has food on the table for his mom, especially if they come from a single person? Like, you don't know a person's background is my whole thing. So I always always made it an importance to me not to judge, but rather like, okay, I get it. This person comes from that background. That doesn't mean that they're a bad person. It just means that they have different priorities and then you know, a person who came from wealthy background, I always was kind of like, okay, what, you know, how do you, how does your family run? You know, um, is there anything deficient? You know, I kind of just like tap into that. Like my whole thing is about getting to understand people and understanding right. where, where they're coming from and their mental and why they think the way that they do. Because if you get to why people think that they do, then they, you kind of understand their decisions. Now you may not agree with everything that they, that you, they end up yeah, doing, but, you know. but I, I can understand. That's why I don't like, I've always kind of been mild mannered, and I think why people have like gravitated towards people like myself, yourself, because we have that ability to be able to say, "Okay, I get where you're coming from." Now, do you ever see it this way? Like we were big on just, did you see it this way? Did you ever think of it this way? And I think that's where, like, even with us having a show now, people don't look at our opinions as like, "Oh my gosh, how could you think something like that?" It's like, okay, I didn't think about it that way, you know. I always told. Um... I was told um, people in Katy when I moved to Katy from Detroit, mm-hmm. I said, if your parent, I said, I guarantee we're all kids at the same time. Y'all stay up to 1201 and you got to wake up at whatever, five or six to go to high school, whatever. Mm-hmm. If your parents did not wake you up and you walk you through this and they gave you that proper uh, parental guidance, you would probably skip a lot of school yourself. So when yep. you go back to this side that I'm from, their parents don't care. If they don't wake up, their parents sleep. Mm-hmm. it was like the kids ain't gonna get up the parents don't care the kids not gonna care and then i mean it's such a this is a touchy subject because i grew women 100 percent with the rope versus weight mm-hmm. um situation oh, yeah. with the abortion i'm 100 percent this i don't think nobody should be able to decide for that but if you really look at it poverty people in poverty damn near had that forever because they can't afford uh abortions yeah. so i've always told everybody i've always told everybody that um it's easier for because I've gotten an argument with a uh, girl like a long time ago. She was like, "Why are all these people having all these kids? They can't afford them." I'm like, "Well, we all mess up as people. We're all human beings. We all mess up. So it's like, why can't the only difference is maybe your dad or your mom can afford that, and this side can't. So they're stuck with having that kid. Okay, now did they learn that decision? They should try to learn from it. But you can't. Like I said, everybody's individual. We all mess." Yeah. So it's like, I think you just got to, like you said, put yourself in somebody else's shoes and kind of see where they're coming from. You don't got to agree with it, but you can say, okay, well, it's not as bad as I thought it was. I didn't think he was out here just trying to just have 15. Nobody's coming. I want to have 15 to 20 kids, like, unless you just want them. But and I think that's the problem in this world is like, nobody wants to put themselves in somebody else's shoes. Yeah, that ability to have empathy is severely lost or lacking, you know, or not, not taught. And I mean, we used to, I remember 
back in back in college those lectures that we used to have those lecture slash debates with that yeah that topic of abortion used to come up now um and that got touchy because it's like it's really a foundational opinion right and so like um one of the things that you know we would kind of talk about is that well you look at people who are impoverished right who don't they don't go to the best schools and so they don't go to the best schools they don't have the education they don't know about sex education that doesn't get taught to them they don't have access to contraceptives they don't have access to like look if you if you do this you could get pregnant a baby could come with that they don't know that they just start doing what they're doing right and so as a result you, you know kids happen and then like you just mentioned they can't afford to go get the abortion so they have to go through with having they don't have a choice right now you know is it right or wrong? I mean, that's that's on a person's opinion and that's on a person's, you know, kind of moral compass and values. But as far as what the reality is, the reality is these people, if you go to these areas and I think that's a lot of it, too, is that people, people aren't seeing it for themselves. Like they don't know, Definitely. most of them don't know any better. Yeah. You know, they just are doing and they're just living lives as humans. Humans natural tendency is to procreate and to have babies, have ch children, have families. That's they're just doing it on a very primal um primal you know tendency in my opinion so that's that's a good one i mean we could definitely touch on that on another episode because that's a great point you brought up all right now it's important to have and healthy i think to have a battery in your back that fuels you to be better but is it also healthy to have motivation fueled out of some type of hate or disdain or some type of anger or some you know some some that kind of fueled you out definitely. of out of anger definitely. <laughs> I think so I all right well then go it. into it <laughs> I definitely think you should feel I thrive on this y'all I was so happy to see this on the agenda <laughs> because I thrive off of turning my anger yeah and hurtness into motivation and success right maybe is the competitor in me or maybe somebody can say well you're still hurt I don't care I'm I'm not saying like I'm not motivated by myself and have that battery Mm -hmm. I'm such a you will regret what you did person and maybe that's bad but that's just me so my ex left me with the whole situation I was wrong with some shit but like the whole thing was I thought oh, so you're gonna just leave me when stuff get hard so I just had a battery in my back that okay well they don't believe that I can be this they don't believe I can be successful they don't think I can make this so I have to go do that and it made me work every single day to do it and now that I'm there I said well I guess you don't really get them from it but at least you just prove something to yourself but like it's you you make yourself more crazier but at the same time you get to the success point where you need to be anyway so I guess you do drive yourself crazier at the time so when you do get to that destination, it's like, oh, was it really worth kind of using them for that motivation? No, mm -hmm. but it's it made me get there. So I mean, not only because of them, but or or for example, if a girl does something crazy and then they whatever. So you gotta use or whoever, God, friend, whoever, just I think you should use people as motivation. Is it's okay to use, but I don't think it should be purely just motivation for you just to be successful. Like if you have no problems, then don't just be a bum. But like if you do it's okay to use that as well to kind of spark some feel
Nah, but that's hundred percent true. I mean, again, I think uh, even you know you look at some of the like some of the hero movies, some of the heroics, some of the action, you know, TV stars, all even our favorite athletes. You know, I think there's some level of heroics and redemption that kind of draws us, you know, towards you know overcoming adversity and towards revenge. I mean, even me, like, you know, there was football taught me that. I understood like that level of drive and obsession came from that and my competitiveness and like, you know, being told, Oh, you're not going to be good. You, you suck. You know, that type of stuff like that, that kind of is like, Oh, okay. Y'all, y'all, y'all motherfuckers are going to doubt me. Okay. Bet watch, you know, it's like that. Even when I, when I got into powerlifting, it was like, uh, I was 19 years old and had pretty good numbers for 19. Like I almost broke state records. And like when I would lift weights and out, like people would look and they'd be like, bro, what's wrong with you? Like, seriously. And I'm like, bro, it's nothing. I'm just, I'm competitive. Like, I don't know how to tell you. And I don't know how to turn it off either. Or like, um, you know, I think like even a sport like boxing UFC, you know, it's it that that draws on people to kind of tap into that anger aspect of their brain, that primal, you know, sort of like, fight or flight response that I think um, while people say it's not good and maybe not healthy, there's a level of obsession and draw that it brings to people. Um, so like for me, I think that it's it's important to have something that fuels you like, cause for me, that was probably like that time where I was the most motivated. That's one of the most motivated times was when I was trying to get my spot back uh, on football or I was trying to go and win powerlifting meets. Like there's that competitiveness that, you know, draws us to be the best version of ourselves. But I think you have to keep perspective on why you're doing what you're doing. You're trying to become successful. You know, I think when people get carried away and they get so consumed with, you know, revenge or some consumer consistent to lose sight on why they're doing what they're doing, that's where it can get a little unhealthy, in my opinion. That's, that's 100% true. Yeah. But you should at the same time. Oh yeah, no, 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 that, no, definitely. You got to, you got to tap into that demon. I always say that because, because the fact of the matter is, like, I always say people aren't going to see you while you're in your journey, while you're in the darkness. So while you have that time to be to yourself and really try to get to your best version, it's okay to be obsessive. It's okay to draw on that anger. You know what I'm saying? And just, but as long as you don't bestow, you know, any of those problems onto anybody else, you know, you keep it to yourself and you're able to kind of lock in whenever you need to have an outlet, you have it there in a healthy manner that you can kind of release it and then stay focused. But yeah, definitely. It's all about perspective. All about perspective. That is the word of the day perspective. Yes, sir. All righty. Now, um, so just kind of, we've, we've already started to get into it, kind of, um, what are some of the things in your past? I know you talk about your, your past relationships, um, but even other things, what are, what are some of the things that, you know, today drive you to be better, in your opinion? Today, yeah. as in today, um, of course, family, friends. Um, I owe myself, mm. short and simple, I owe myself greatness. Um, I've I've always told myself I've always intrigued with the money. It's weird. Like it's not like I was just like obsessed with it, but I was like I've always wanted to be like as friends in middle school. Like I was I don't know how you have this mindset at a kid in middle school. I mean, but there's a lot of kids have this story who was selling candy and stuff, but like I'm always had to take it to another level, but like it got to a point where I would go to Sam's Club, buy a bulk, I would get the Hershey's white chocolate ones, I get the Snickers, I get the all five different kinds of Skittles, Sour Patch straws. Um, I just learned, I just love to have money. And then like as a kid, like my dad was like, have a job at 
I think, what can you get a job? Can you get a what job? How old was I at? 16, usually. Yeah, you know, I think um, that uh, my dad taught me about just hustling at a young age. Like he, he flips homes in Detroit. So he has kind of similar to you. Like that's why I said I like that you have that mentality about like your parent, no matter how grown you are right now, your parents is like, come help me with this yard, come help me with this, come do this. And it's like, it builds a structure. I don't care what nobody, it builds a structure that nobody else can have by having this foundation. You say a lot of people aren't like us. I feel like the structures that we have, and I'm not saying our structure is right or only correct, but I think we respect everybody around us and we put give everybody the same respect no matter what. Like we do get moody, we do get mad, but I'm gonna respect the garbage man or the janitor the same way as I'm gonna treat me a vice president or a president of a high up company. I'm, I don't care who you are. At the end of the day, I'm gonna treat you with respect because you're a human being. So I just told myself, I move with these principles, morals, and values, and I owe myself nothing but greatness. And But but by getting that, you got to be respectful to everybody because you don't know who you're talking to. Like, this janitor could, like, I was one day, in, uh, Katie, uh, I was sitting in a freshman center, and this guy was changing the light bulb. I mean, even though he's not going to help me, but it was like, you just never knew who you could talk to. So he was like, you know, trade the truth. At this time, I didn't know who the heck Trey Truth was in Houston because I just moved here kind of. And I was like, nah, he's like, I'm his dad. But like, long story short, say say I was a rapper or something and I try to get my career going and I just had a conversation with him. And then that could have took my career to a whole different level. I'm just giving you an example. But like, somebody was like, why is this guy talking? He, he doing this, he doing this. Um, I think you should just treat everybody around you with respect. And then that will also bring you success if you're helping other people around you. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I always say that first impressions are everything. You never know who you're meeting. You never know who you're interacting with. So it's always important to make sure that you carry yourself and most importantly, you treat others with respect. You never know who that is. Um, and it's just, it's, it's always a means of karma coming back and biting you. Like I'm, I'm big on karma. So you don't want to ever like leave a bad taste in someone's mouth and then all of a sudden that could spiral out of control and all you had to do was just simply not be a, not be an asshole you know what i'm saying being respectful is fine or being at least courteous of others like it's, it's not so much to ask that's always been the way that i walk but from my end i mean what what drives me is just sort of i mean there's a selfish aspect of it as far as like me wanting to prove doubters wrong you know even like even people close to you who don't don't see your vision it's like all right i'm gonna show you and and, and you're gonna watch you know because i expect high things for myself so it's that level of competitiveness that on one end but then it's also you know just the unknown and being able to uh, uh, you know have untapped potential and kind of just driving and striving and seeing how far i can take things how far i can take the podcast how far i could grow with it how far i can take the fragrance hobby and you know growing that and you know just seeing how many people you can kind of teach and, you know, sort of inspire to do their own things. You never know who you can help. And then all it takes is one. And then one can, you know, influence the many, you know, is my, my whole thing. Um, you know, because I, I, I just like money is great. And, you know, I'm into money and obviously I expect whatever I do to, you know, be able to fund my lifestyle and help me, you know, live great so I can be around my family and we can always be able to not be hungry and shit but you know i think people get so consumed with oh my money is my validation it's like nah man i'm never gonna see it that way you know but yeah definitely it's all about just achieving goals and honestly i always say too one one like kind of 
kind of deep down one is I always say now at 25, I feel like I'm paying the cost for not believing in myself when I was younger. Cause there are a lot of things where it's like, I look up and I'm like, if I started this back then, I could have been exponentially greater, but I didn't see the vision back then. I see it now. And so now I'm trying to get it off the ground. So I always say it's, it's on me to not ever let myself, you know, have that level of doubt again, you know? So now I'm really trying to, uh, tackle these things head on and as a means of also being able to say like if I could do it anybody can do it you know what I'm saying it just takes belief and uh, dedication and persistence and consistency no honestly that's all it is like a lot of people don't even I told my homegirl who just just hit 10k on IG mm-hmm. and we have this conversation all the time I said girl you got I remember when she made her IG, she made it, she had an old one from because she's from Katie. Mm-hmm. She had an old one and she made a new one. And then she got to 4K kind of easy. I'm like, 4K ain't easy just to get to. Like, I'm still trying to get to two. And I'm like, so it's like the fact she got to 4K and then she got to 6K. And like she was stuck at like five to six K for like a good little four to five months, six months. But I'm like, that's not even that. I said, just trust your journey. She's like, I don't know if I'm doing it right. I don't know if people are really, I said, see, you're worrying about what other people are talking about and doing, and you're not staying on your grind. And she posted one video and her stuff took off to 10,000. 10, I think she's at like 11,000 now. And then she has companies reaching out. I said, what did I tell you? I said, stay the grind, stay the journey and watch what happens. Well, you, can't, you can't compare yourself to other people because they're getting flowers celebrate those flowers with you like if obi blew up right say Obi blew up right now on his ig i'm not gonna sit here and be mad at me and be like man why i'm not i'm gonna give my homeboy his flowers i'm gonna give blake his flowers and then the rest will come you don't gotta be down because somebody else is doing great too your time gonna come too it just i think a lot of people are just selfish yeah, fact. yeah everybody's gonna be at the top like take your time like it's gonna come People bought into the idea that in order for me to eat, I have to have other people starve. I'm like, bro, we all can break bread. Like, I'm just always going to believe in that mentality. Like, I'm never going to say, oh, in order for me to be successful, I need to make sure London is not. No, if London's successful and I'm successful and we can work together and we can fuel them. Like, bro, that's that's how it's supposed to be. I think, it's, have, just, yeah. I think it's just because a lot of people are, they want to be that big dog. And to me, that's what does that mean? I mean, I get I know you know, you know how say you walk in, for example, you walk in Alpha Lane and you like the hottest thing since last year. They want they like that feeling. People say they don't like attention, but everybody likes attention. So they can walk in and be like, oh my God, it's Obi. Did you see that? Was it Obi? They don't want nobody else to have that equivalent to them. I feel at least. No, you're right. You're you're, you're absolutely right. I agree with that, but it's like, mm, I don't know. I just <laughs> no, you know, you're, you're right that's gonna be for another episode but you're right i agree with that for sure all right <laughs> going on see it's important to understand your why but also just like linda talking about you got to keep the right mindset and keep your heart cleansed man because it, it could be very easy to you know fall down the wrong path talk about how people can sort of keep perspective keep on tackling their goals but not get too caught up with you know maybe not having where they want to maybe not getting to where they want to be yet I'm going to say something that I would not say on this podcast because I'm not with this person. But, um, oh, we got my mind right last, was this last week or this week? Yeah, last week. Last week. So just situation, y'all always tell me about relationships and stuff. Y'all tell me to open up. Y'all tell me to let my heart in. Open yeah, they up. say the same thing to me too. Yeah, they tell me this all the time. 
I did, y'all. I tried. I'm, I'm, I tried to let somebody in, and just, <laughs> a, lot, a lot of things didn't go right. So I blocked my stuff off again. But they did have me tweaking a little bit, and I only tweak if I actually care about somebody. Mm-hmm. So they had my attention a little bit, and then I just caught them lying and stuff. Not that it even matters. But long story short, is you have to know your why, mm-hmm. and. OB called me out on it, which I needed. He was like, I can tell she in your head, she doing this, get your mind right. Mm-hmm. And then ever since he said that, I just been like, I could have went to Austin this week. I could have went to Dallas this week for 4th of July. I just told myself I'm going to stay back and just sit down this weekend and just get my mind right and get back into the vibe. Because by you losing your peace, I'm big on peace now. Now, if somebody interrupts my peace, they're interrupting my mental, they're interrupting my day-to-day like I was going to work mad I was in the office listening to this like at this point like they have more control over a lot of stuff you're letting them do that so you have to come in with a clear heart clear mind clear soul like your mental have to be great and you have to come with the same plan every day what is your why my why is to financially be extremely financially stable where I don't even have to worry about swiping my car ever yeah that's my goal two I'm still doing this cut journey. I'm taking a diet break, but I'm about to get back on it. Like I haven't been eating healthy, I'll be honest. But like, that's still my goal is to just lean out fully. And three is to bulk back up, have a full physique and maybe potentially um, compete and also grow this podcast and also support anybody that I really rock with and go to the top. That's my why. That's always been why. And make sure everybody in Detroit that is not, I can elevate them still. Mm-hmm. And if, if I can do that and pass away and everything was good i have had a good life and make sure my kids are good that's my why and then anything through that does not happen and mess up your journey then you're giving too much energy to that and you should stop that's my piece mm, speak on it boy london came in dropping the gems and open up for y'all man yeah i wasn't going to open up about that but i said you know what okay what other podcast brings you to gems and full transparency no and other one tell you about what's going on in his life today most definitely yeah, and, I, and you kind of already segue into the next thing, kind of what really is the life that you want. You know, I think it's important for people to kind of understand that. I talked about that earlier in the episode, but I think it's really important that we hone down. Like, do you want to live a simple life as a person, a simple meaning you have your bills paid, you're able to have your family, you're able to kind of, you know, afford what you need to afford, you're able to buy things and that's just what it is. Or do you want a luxury one, you know, a person like a Mr. Organic and, uh, you know, you're able to have mansions, have cars, have animals, be able to, you know, money's not a factor. You want to attain great wealth, you know, animals. whatever. Huh? Animals. <laughs> animals, man. Exotic animals. And, you know, you're a different type of rich. I agree with lions. <laughs> you know what, what what is that i think people really need to ask themselves that question and but more importantly once you get your answer do you understand what that lifestyle is going to look like and what you got to sacrifice because I, I think people like to see the riches they like to see the glamour but they don't like to see you know the downside like for women right because we me and the homies you know we go out and we interact and we have these kind of in-person interviews with a lot of you know, women these days to really get the answers. I talked to you about this and, you know, many women across the board want a man who's financially stable. And then when we probe them on it, it's like six figures plus to 500K to million ball player. I'm like, okay, cool. Then the question I like to ask, okay, do you understand what that lifestyle is going to look like? I had two parents who did it. 
people aren't going to be as present as you want. If you're thinking he's going to be making all that money and then be at home with you all all day, every day, it's not going to be the case. Do you understand that? I'm not saying you shouldn't want it. I'm saying you've got to understand what that means. You're right. And then if you do understand that fully and you're okay with it and you accept it and you're bought in fully, then no problem. And that's all I I tell people to kind of be cognizant of. What do you think? Do you know what you said that was so interesting when you said, are you aware of what comes with that mm-hmm. the whole they're not going to be there all the time they're going to be traveling they got stuff to do i think something that and i could be wrong this is what i've come across. i gotta say that now because people say whatever you're going against women mm-hmm. a lot of women say we don't communicate i only know the people i hang out with I, the people i think i hang out with communicate very well and the women that we've been around i don't feel like they communicate that well so for me it's like you want a like Brittany Renner. They asked her when she's on the Cam Newton um, podcast. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. How much? She said about, she said 100,000 and up. So I was okay. If she can say 100,000 and up, then anybody under her in my head should be okay with somebody making 100,000. Cause that's a lot of money a year. People don't think that's a lot of money a year. Um, it's not, that's a lot. That's not like just some chump change. I think middle class starts at like, I mean, I think it probably went up now because inflation, but maybe 50, 55, like mm-hmm. it's not hard to get in the uh, middle class, but it's like, it's just something that women have to understand what comes with, like, you can't just say you want a man who has all these luxury things and still get, that comes with more attention from women that comes from more, more uh, obligations and more responsibilities you can't put all this time into you are you okay with that or do you just want the the nice suburb cypress woodlands katie lifestyle which i'd be cool with that honestly because mm-hmm. like there's a lot of rich people who live over there that we just don't know about i really just be rich and not famous i don't want to be famous because i like being low-key and like me too uh-huh. yeah I like i like being like that like when i walk somewhere and people be like they don't even know what the heck I'm doing. So I just be like, it's cool. That's my type of lifestyle. But I won't want no exotic animals or tigers or I do want cars though and shoes. That's it. In a big house. That's it. Anything else I don't really care about and can travel and provide for my family. If I can have those four, I'd be cool. Mm, that's facts. I mean, for me, it's just want to be able to afford whatever. Like the ability to swipe your car, not even have to think about how like you just do it. That's that's the level of wealth I want to get. So I can do whatever I want, whenever I want, and not have to think about nothing. Just boom. All right, swipe, swipe, boom, or hey, pay it in cash. Like I could look at like I think when I was younger, one of the like funnest times whenever you could go to the mall when you had money. You didn't even have to buy anything. You just could go and you knew whatever you wanted, you could get. Like that's the ultimate. Like you could yeah. be like that 24-7. I think that's the best. And then obviously I'm into fragrances. Like, so I'm gonna just get that, like have a whole fragrance room. And then start a fragrance line. That's that's a that's a little bit further down the road, but I'll say that here on the podcast. So, you know, when we look back on these later down the road, we'll be able to say I said it this time that I meant it. You know, it's stuff like that. And then have my nice little daily car. Have my nice little weekend car. How many cars do you want? Two or three. Two, two or three. three. Yeah, I'd be cool with two or three. Two or three. And then wife has maybe two. Yeah, so wife had wifey has her two, three. I mean, she's probably gonna be like minus, so she's probably gonna want a daily that she can get around, especially if we're gonna be living in Texas or some type of big city. She'll have her little gas car that's fuel efficient. Then if she wants to, you know, go out with her girlfriends and her nice one, 
and boom, she can get off, she can get in on that and take it around. If she want to take mine, you know, we'll have like one that we share. If, you know, she's not too big into that, boom, we can just do that. And then make sure that my kids ain't never going to be hungry and, um, you know, just be able to educate them, really be able to. And I think part of me wanting to be wealthy is also so I'm, I'm able to be present when I need to. Like, I don't want to be the type of parent who was like, oh, yeah, dad never came to my games. Dad never did this, that. Nah, when I need to go to an event, I can go to an event. And you can only do that whenever you're financially well off. If you're having to worry about, man, I can't miss this work. Nah, I'll never want to be like that. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's my thing. Put simple. You think a woman will cheat on a super wealthy man or a middle class man? Which one do you think is more to? <laughs> I'll tell you. No, she's gonna she's gonna more likely cheat on the middle class man because he doesn't have the lifestyle. Uh, more likely than not, I mean, you think about it, the lifestyle that we, we've talked about this before, the lifestyle that a six figure, you know, high earning man can earn, like. He's in the top 10% of earners. So she knows she can't find one of him as easily as she can find a middle-class earning man. She can find another one of those, you know, she goes to the store and, she, you know, just, hey, you know, boom. So I think it's easier for her to do that and get away with it. That guy also is not going to nearly have the same level of self-respect or abundance about his mindset. So he's probably going to be more likely to stay with her, you know, as opposed to saying, yo, you cheated. That's not going to ever be acceptable. You know what I'm saying? So I think, should, should more likely cheat on the middle class earner to answer your question. Hey, man. Hey, you asked the question. I ain't going back down for nothing, bro. All right. Now, as we wrap up, it's just important to keep perspective and ensure that you are not improving as a means of keeping up with the Joneses, but rather so you can live a happy and fulfilled life that way. So just give your final testament uh, on, you know, improvement and keeping the same, keeping the right energy. What would you say? Keeping up with the Jones. That's a good, you would never, I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you give me your insight on this one. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of at a, ugh with this one. I mean, I'll just say that it's, it's you know, kind of the theme of what we've been talking about. Uh, throughout throughout this conversation is just I think a lot of people get caught up with I have to maintain the look in order to even get in the door right and you know that people put themselves in debt trying to buy the jewelry trying to buy the you know rent out things rather than actually get into a point where they work hard to really be able to afford the lifestyle so they can practice what they preach you know um people are really artificially minded I think yeah. more more likely than not so it's like like you know, if, oh, you don't have the following, you don't have the money, you don't have the jewelry, you don't have this car, you don't have this, that. So people fake it, they yeah. fake it. And then that's where people are like, oh, people ain't shit. Guys lie, women lie. It's like, yeah, I mean, you don't really give them a choice because if they don't have it, you're not going to look, the, you're not going to look their way. They're invisible more likely than not. You know what I'm saying? And so I think it's just a matter of, look, at the end of the day, you have to know what you want and believe in delayed gratification and believe in yourself, know your worth. If people aren't seeing your, your potential, if people aren't seeing your value in the in the present moment, that's okay. You know, you guys just aren't aligned. Because at the end of the day, it's never going to be enough for people who are who have that mentality, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? So it's better just, and it behooves you to actually get to a point where you can be the person you want. You can attract the person that you want to attract. And then from there, you know, I put in the work and I, my fruits, my, my labor is bared fruit. And that's... That's my thing. That's my. See, Obi gave y'all a better answer. I was gonna give y'all, um, but I can kind of 
<laughs> brush brush off it because he just got me in. He just got me in the mood with that. He <laughs> he, he got me focused for this gym day. I hate everybody okay. now. Um, but no, no. <laughs> <laughs> literally, like this generation is so backwards. Like I hate it. Like I think it's all. I think it's been like this. I, just this world, like just if you get lost in it, man, it's so easy to get lost in that and just keep trying to be fake and do what everybody just so you get to the top. That's never been me. Like, I just can't fake who I am. I, if I don't like you, I don't like you. If I like you, I like you. If I, I don't want to speak to you, I'm not going to speak to you. It's very simple in my book. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm not about to sit here and go do what Johnny Bravo doing it. Cause he, mm-hmm. up there like, he did it his way. That's good for him. I'm going to do it my way. And hopefully my way works. Cause if it works, that's why I did it. Cause I was being me the whole time. I couldn't feel cool. Nut, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> getting on somebody else's coattail and then just getting it that way i wouldn't feel successful mm-hmm. so, well here's like here, here's the thing though that i have the ability to acknowledge first like you're gonna lose out on a lot of opportunities guys a lot of women man you're gonna lose out on a lot of them you know if you have my mentality where you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sell my soul to maintain a look i'm just not right? You're going to lose out. The girls aren't going to be attracted to you, at least not in the moment while you're building. That's okay. Don't focus on that. Because if you focus on that, you're going to get caught up and you're going to get distracted, right? But it's about maintaining your self-respect. That's, that's, that to me, what is what it boils down to. But then on the flip side is that there are beautiful, quality women who aren't bought into those things. They exist, you know, because mentors have to kind of get on me about that. Like, yeah, I hear what you talk about. I hear your mentality. My dad and I, when we have these conversations, he's like, Mike, I, I get it, but you need to chill out sometimes. And, I, and I'm like, you're right. You're right. So they exist. But, you know, if they are harder to find, you just have to be more diligent on the type of people who you choose to interact with, who you choose to try to date. And don't don't get caught up in, oh, I'm trying to appease her so that way. And, and so as a result of appeasing this one, I have to sacrifice my self-respect as a result. You know what I'm saying? You just have to be more diligent and keep on the course. And eventually, if you have the patience, if you have the... If you have the diligence, you're going to find what you need and you're going to find what you want. And, you know, at that point, you're going to take more pride in it. You know what I'm saying? That's just my thing. Well put. All right, my man. All right, let's go ahead and finish up then, man. So, again, I feel like good conversation. Hopefully, you know, people are able to take this and learn from it, be able to have some perspective. And, you know, I think at the end of the day, it just comes down to, hey, we're all grinding. We're all trying to be better, and that's great. But just always maintain perspective and understand that we're playing a mar- we're running a marathon, not a sprint. You try to run the sprint mentality, you're going to gas yourself out. You gas yourself out. You're not going to be ready for the long haul down the road. That's my final gym. <laughs> My final gem is never forget your why. Mm. Always, always stick to the plan. Always stick to the stick to the um, script. Never, never break it because somebody else is doing something differently. Um, I don't know. I think this podcast was it was more educational for me. It's probably it's probably the most I got uh, in my mood from after a podcast. So that's kind of good if I can have a podcast and get focused. So that means. That just got me locked in. So if anybody else is feeling the same way, then just don't don't fall off the tracks. That's all I can say. Most definitely. All right, well, that'll do it for this week's episode of Foresight. Again, we appreciate y'all who continue to rock with us, give us your feedback, you know, tap in with us. You can continue to do so by following me on 
at ob.mike56 on IG and follow our podcast page. Send us your questions, your episode suggestions. We'll get it done for you. London, go ahead, plug. <laughs> My uh, IG is London underscore Ogletree. Follow me if you want. If not, it's cool. Um, <laughs> but no, I appreciate you guys so much. Most definitely. We'll catch y'all next week. Much love to y'all. We out. That's it. I'd rather go out on my sword to have my mind tap. The ones with eyes can never see, I make the blind clap. I'm bringing back that type of sound that wants to find rap. Divine rap, homie.